Welcome to Practical Access. I am Lee Sidiker. And I'm Rebecca Hines. And yes, we are going a little stir crazy ourselves, <laughs> only a few episodes in. Um, Lisa, uh, today I was talking to a colleague who was trying to scramble and decide how they were going to deliver their online instruction everybody's mm-hmm. working on. And she has a significant number of kids who are really high need kids. Mm. And we were talking about distributing learning via probably things like Zoom, like a lot of people are, Google or other other methods. And she was mentioning already, you know, predicting this idea that, well, we need, you know, not everybody's on the same level. How are we going to, you know, teach kids all on different levels, even if they're in the same grade? And it really got me back to my roots of of, of thinking about differentiation a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So I advised her you know what, have your best speaker give their best lesson and then have breakout groups Mm -hmm. to go back and discuss. And that's, I think, where we can do some real differentiation. But it's time, I think, to go ahead and give all the kids access to our very best content. And then let's think about differentiation a little bit differently in this case. I, I think that that's one of the things that's an opportunity here because no one knows what kids are going to gain no matter what methods we use. Right, absolutely. So access, access, access. Yeah, it's funny because I had almost the same question from a family member. Um, Two teachers, 25 kids, many don't communicate, um, worried about families, having those kids at home, completely respect that. That's a huge challenge we need to be aware of. But she has two teachers and six adults. And two of those adults are one-on-one. And so, you know, was asking, I said, well, I would go back to our podcast on co-teaching and be really clear that those adults that are one-on-one know exactly what they're supposed to be doing with those kids online. You know, what's those IEP goals? What are they working on? Is it basic communication? Is it, do they know the accessibility features that, that are available? I think it's time to double down, as you would say, on those accessibility features and make sure that we understand those. And again, is that training we need to give to our paraprofessionals? I think absolutely. Absolutely priority because many of them are to be the ones to do that fine-tuning you know the teacher does the big picture but they're hanging off that kid at a smaller level and again I think the last thing I would just mention there is just is this whole comment you made about process you know those kids need structure and so making sure we lead with structure and lead with common faces and lead with accessibility I think is the best thing we could be doing right now to get us started absolutely if if, if I'm a paraprofessional right now, I'm, I'm listening to whatever is being broadcast and I'm writing down a few key words. I am trying to use those words with the, the, the person that I'm teaching. Yeah. And even if this is someone who has very significant needs, I'm still going to help support him or her get as much of that standards-based education as possible. Yeah. As, as a family member of someone with significant needs, I can tell you my nephew would not necessarily be able to tell you anything Mm -hmm. that he learned from a lecture Mm -hmm. but remotely he's also not going to be able to do much else to interact with you either so Mm -hmm. why not give him access Mm -hmm. and then see if we can get him 
to free recall even a keyword for him that would be success yeah and you know one that I love is this app called FDX me it's a simple little app that you could actually put onto the device and it will tell you if the student is smiling frowning joy happy you know and I looking at kids emotions mm -hmm. might be a great simple tool to add uh, again talking with parents to do that so that they know but it actually tracks your facial muscles that would be a great skill for your students to practice if you feel happy are you smiling especially you some of our kiddos. Bit that because that's a really good tool Lisa. <laughs> well but i'm thinking of some of our my friends with on the spectrum you know when they're happy one of them said look i can't make that app show you that i'm happy can we put that on teachers right now uh well let's not do that or on us i think we're we're sitting here going mm -hmm. you know if i have to look at a computer screen one more time with a True. good looking face on it True. um so i think families are going to feel the same way yeah you had some other ideas i think well that, I, some, I i just I encourage everybody to continue looking for very specified tools to meet very specific needs. Yeah. Um, an example is Ira. I don't know, Lisa, if you're familiar, but it's a yeah. it's a great Amazing. service for for persons cost. who are blind. Yeah. I think that they are offering some promotions right oh, now, so fabulous. it's a good chance to try tools like that. Yes. I would be looking at some very disability specific tools and. Um, trying to find out who's offering special promotions so that my child or my student could access something he or she may not usually have access to. So tell me how Ira works and how you'd use it in the home. Well, in the, in the home, it's used essentially as a video guide mm -hmm. uh, where a, a, a real person's on the other end okay. seeing for you, essentially. Got and it. so they think that they are looking at how they can do this even with somebody looking at your computer screen for mm -hmm. you and talking you through mm -hmm. it and mm -hmm. describing what they're seeing for you because not everything's going to be accessible for mm -hmm. somebody um, who is blind or visually impaired right now right it, just 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 making that accessible mm -hmm. in in a very fast-paced contemporary on-the-spot way yes yeah, so you wear glasses there's a little camera I think and mm -hmm. it's kind of like OnStar you call in right and that human then can see what you're seeing yeah that would be a great tool especially like if you're gonna use a lot of graphs like my niece teaches biology so if she's gonna be putting up biology images a kid might not be able to access that's a quick way to get access to and do remember if you are putting up images try to make sure you do use that alt text and PowerPoint so that kids who can't see or can't learn through traditional visual it's good for everybody it's not just good right. for the kid with disability. We always say that, turn on all technology. Well, my last go-to is, is this website, and it's called uh, Making Learning Accessible for All. And I like it because it's got really basic tools they can use in Google, which many schools use, and on your Chromebook. So, And also, you can share. And I think that's what we're really, really promoting right now, is this is uncharted territory for the whole world. So if you find something that's working for your kiddo, share it. Because what they've done out here is share different tools and descriptions that people people have said are good already to use and there's about 35 listed let's make that 350 listed you know if you find something as simple as you know having the kid have a stress ball while they're on the computer makes them pay more attention and they smile more let's make sure people learn those really basic things from each other and share one last little resource I'll share it's, it's called tag packer 
And you're welcome to go out and Google Tag Packer. My name is Lisa, the last name Deeker, blame my husband, D-I-E-K-E-R. If you Google that, you'll find a website with about 520 bookmark sites. And I've tried to add a whole bunch on um, this outbreak and how to teach online. And that site that I just mentioned is bookmarked out there. I think with so many resources right now, it's going to feel overwhelming. So going to a trusted source, of course, is the key. And I would say... Make yourself an expert at only a couple of those. That's it. Pick two. Panera, pick, pick two. two. and be great at two <laughs> things because if everybody brings two, then we've got plenty. Right, right. And your kids don't need to learn 800 platforms. They just need two. Two that work for you will work for them.